Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta, and we are taking a look at this Sunday's Gospel reading. It's uh, from Matthew chapter 25, beginning at verse 14 and going through verse 30. And guiding us through will be our friend Peggy Stanton, author of From the White House to the White Cross. She's a dame of the Order of Malta and uh, has published uh, a book, The Daniel Dilemma, The Moral Man in the Public Arena, and most recently, um, The Order of Malta, Minutes with the Catechism, and her her memoir, uh, From the White House to the White Cross, is something really uh, you should get a hold of. We've got it available in the online bookstore there, so you can get it. Peggy, good to have you here. Thanks. Thank you, Al. Very good to be here. By the way, you know, there is another book that... Um, People don't realize that <laughs> the first book I ever wrote, co-authored, was called How to Help Your Child Eat Right. <laughs> Think huh? about starting with mundane. Good heavens. <laughs> <laughs> well, when my daughter was um, five or six years old, she never wanted to eat anything that was nutritious. Couldn't <laughs> get her. <laughs> Everything was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> And so I asked my friend Tony Hatfield, who wrote cookbooks, I said, how about we do a cookbook uh, on nutrition? And, you know, there was, everybody talks nutrition now, but they didn't then. Right, so right. This is way back. How'd it do? It did very, very well. We actually, <laughs> we were actually on the Today Show, and we were <laughs> demonstrating good. our little nutritious recipes. Now, you mentioned Hatfield related to Mark Hatfield? Yes, okay. yes. She was one of my very good friends. Ah, and, I didn't realize. Okay. Yeah. In fact, Mark and uh, um, Bill, Mark Hatfield and Bill Stanton, my husband, I can still remember them sitting around our dining room table having to, we sent out a request for recipes to all the ladies of moment in Washington, <laughs> and they were stuffing on <laughs> Oh, my. Very good. <laughs> Very good, good okay. guys. Okay. Yeah. Well, that 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 goes into trying to use your talents, <laughs> and that takes us to the uh, the gospel reading right. for today, the parable right. of the talents. And let right. me read um, again Matthew chapter twenty five, verses fourteen to thirty, and uh, I have the text right in front of me. Where is it? There it goes. Okay, I've got it. Here we go now. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I've made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I've made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, 
I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter? Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Well, that's not a text you want to get up to for a Sunday morning. That is one tough, tough saying. It certainly is. (laughs) It certainly is. Well, Well, you know, when I was young and and first heard that, I thought Jesus was taking from the poor and giving to the rich. (laughs) Yes. Why? Why would he do that? But um, this, uh, you know, my mother, um, this should be my mother's gospel because she was always preaching. Use the gifts God has given you. Um, and that finally kind of awakened me to the Lord's real message, which essentially echoed mothers, or mother, I should say mother echoed the Lord. It is sinful to waste one's talents, and if you don't use them, you're likely to lose them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, t- t- tell me, what, does the catechism address this particular uh, parable? Well, it talks about the talents. Okay. Uh, he, um, it does, you know, in the beginning I did uh, quote the paragraphs that say that, that um, the Lord invites all to the feast of his kingdom, uh, but, the, but the invitation comes with cost and that we have to make a radical choice if we want to enter the feast. We must give everything and words aren't enough. Deeds are required. What use have we made of the talents we have received? Um, and I, I just made a note of because the Catechism, again, in 1720, uh, paragraph 1720, uh, just mentions uh, the different names of the kingdom the coming of the kingdom, the vision of God, entering into the joy of the Lord entering into God's rest, and then, of course, the one that's used in this gospel, enter into your master's joy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, the paragraph 1936, um, neither of which were um, cited by the Didache Bible, which I use as a, a reference because they, they base all their commentary on the catechism, mm-hmm. and, they, and they cite these, but they didn't. So I just looked into the catechism to see if they had anything on the talents, and they did. And paragraph 1936 says, On coming into the world, man is not equipped with everything he needs for developing his bodily and spiritual life. He needs others. Uh, differences tied to age, physical abilities, intellectual or moral aptitude, the benefits derived from social commerce and the distribution of wealth. The talents are not distributed equally, the Mm -hmm. paragraph says. 
And then it it's more enlightening in paragraph 1937, which says, these differences belong to God's plan, who yeah. wills that each receive. I think these are very interesting points that maybe we wouldn't um, focus so much on. We're, we're kind of focused on, on uh, the Lord being severe but uh, in his gift of talents. But this, I think, is, is uh, something we need to contemplate. Uh, he, God wills that each receive what he needs from others and that those endowed with particular talents share the benefits with those who need them. These differences encourage and often oblige persons to practice generosity, kindness, and sharing of goods. They foster the mutual enrichment of cultures. Uh, and then the Catechism included this quote directly from our Lord speaking to St. Catherine of Siena. Mm. And this is the Lord speaking. I distribute the virtues quite diversely. I do not give all of them to each person, but some to one, some to others. I shall give principally charity to one, justice to another, humility to this one, a living faith to that one. And so I have given many gifts and graces, both spiritual and temporal, with such diversity that I have not given everything to one single person, hmm. so that you may be constrained to practice charity towards one another. I have willed that one should need another and that all should be my ministers in distributing the graces and gifts they have received from me. Interesting. I, I, yeah, I think that's... So, so the, the, the fellow who gets one talent here is actually has a posture probably of resentment. Um, he right. Di- he didn't get what the others got. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to develop it. Uh, I didn't get what I thought I deserved. I wasn't distributed the graces and gifts. Mm-hmm. that I thought I should have. And mm-hmm. so, and of course, that kind of follows, too, with the fact that he seems to insult, <laughs> insult yeah. his master, yeah. uh, you know. Um, so maybe maybe that's what we're dealing with there. We're dealing with an underlying attitude of... Resentment. Yeah, right? and an unwillingness to accept God's sovereign distribution of his gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, which, mm-hmm. again, in First Corinthians, uh, where St. Paul talks about in chapters 12 through 14, where he talks about the distribution of the gifts, mm-hmm. it's very clear that the Holy Spirit distributes what we call, what we call spiritual gifts mm-hmm. uh, by his own sovereign will. Right, know, right. It, we don't apply for them. You know, I mean, he, he gives <laughs> yeah, them out right. We can't wishes. send in it. Yeah, I'd like to request. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think, um, and, and then uh, I think I, uh, uh, John Bergsman, our, our theologian, uh, points out that the um, third servant, as, it, as you pointed out, uh, not only insulted the master, but as he tried to weasel out of responsibility for making no money, he <laughs> lied. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he yeah. was so interested in preserving the little he had for fear of his greedy master, he could have invested the money in the bank and at least earned some interest. Yes. And he, was, <laughs> he really... But Bergsman likes the second servant. Uh, I love what he says here, which is the character most applicable to most of us mediocre types (laughs) 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 who fill the pews on Sunday to hear these readings. 
we don't reject the Lord like the third servant, yet neither are we the celebrity Christians, <laughs> <laughs> the living saints who seem to have an abundance of gifts, both natural and supernatural. We are just rather ordinary. I remember thinking as I was reading of that, I was thinking, reading that, I was immediately thinking of John Paul <laughs> the second. I, um, yes. Yeah, who seemed so gifted. The second servant is not jealous, uh, Bergsman says. No, it seems to have a very good attitude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't complain that he only got two talents. He just goes to work and does what he can. Yeah. And in the end, he receives the same reward as the first, the master's joy. It's a message to all of us to focus on our duties of state, focus on doing the small things of our small lives with great love and great faithfulness. And this is a great point. And if we do, we can look forward to sharing the same master's joy along with five talent servants <laughs> like St. John Paul II and St. Teresa of Calcutta. That's very good. Isn't That's that very good? good. Yeah. Yeah. We will and Al Cresta. <laughs> no, I'm definitely a, a, a two. Uh, uh, no, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I'm the one talent servant, but I'm, I'm trying to invest it in the bank. Well, I, I tell you that, that parable is always in the the punishment is so severe. Yeah, at the end. Right. I mean it it is meant to again. It reminds us Jesus does strike fear into the yeah. heart of people. There's yeah. a certain yeah. appropriate fear when the mm-hmm. master speaks like that, and he, he, we should take that to heart. And that just that's meant to burn the resentment <laughs> out of that, uh, out of that uh, servant um, who insults the master as well. That was kind of a sly uh, set of words that he, you know, he addressed his master with. I thought that was just. I do. I remember every time I read it, think, well, how rude! Exactly. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine saying that to yeah. my master. No. Yeah, you I know. mean. Uh, you know, I know you were a demanding person. You harvest where you did not plant. Basically, he's he's, he's, he's telling the master he's a cheater. He's a stealer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, so you you scare the daylights out of me, buddy. I went off and buried your talent in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. But it but it's a word that we all need to. We can't all do everything. We got to share our talents uh, with others. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. What God has given, share. Mm-hmm. Peggy, thanks. Thank you, Al.